Hello again, and thank you for tuning into the podcast, everyone. Today's guest is absolutely hilarious, and it was a really fun uh, hour plus podcast. He, um, you can catch him on your mom's house uh, podcast with Tom Segura and Christina P. You can also catch him touring the country with Tom Segura right now. Um, on his uh, on his Instagram, he plugs all of his dates. If he's in your city, your town, definitely go see him. Him and Tom Segura are both hilarious. Um, I love watching him anytime I get the chance to see him, either um, at an open mic around the L.A. or at the fourth wall. Um, we had an absolute blast doing this podcast, and I know you'll enjoy it. So without further ado, please give a warm welcome for our friend, Josh Potter. Actually, all of my, I think most of my anger comes from uh, anxiety and insecurity. Okay. That's where it comes from usually. Yeah. Two pretty good sources. Yeah. yeah. I got a lot of both. <laughs> What's your thing? Um, I don't know. I'm just kind of a loser, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of, Patch is kind of I'm very secure about it, though, yeah. so I never get angry. He's kind <laughs> of a sack of shit. You don't get angry or you do get angry? I don't get very... I get no. angry in your traffic, but that's about yeah. it. <laughs> I get a different kind of like simmering anger I've noticed lately. It's not like a, really because he's, he's, he's not, not like, like a calm guy. Yeah, it's a calm anger. It's yeah, like, like a passive hatred. Yes, and I, then it's I, like I feel it's that. come da- it's coming out in weird ways sometimes. But I'm learning. Like how? I don't know. Like I'll just fantasize. Like I had this one issue with a homeless man on the subway where I just like he was ready to throw down with me, and I just had my knife and I just took it out and I was like ready to open him up. I was like ready. To, yeah, it was like a weird thing, but I didn't like say anything to him i wasn't yelling i was just ready for him to like do what he had to do to me but you took the knife out yeah that's how i got him to like leave me alone have you seen american psycho recently it's sort of like that kind <laughs> of actually you know what john we have nothing in common actually <laughs> i mean smell look like at you shit. you smell like shit yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see i wasn't the aggressor. like he was the guy who was like accosting me over my shirt and stuff he wouldn't leave me alone i tried walking what kind away. of shirt were you wearing i just had an astronaut on it he tried to tell me we didn't go to the moon i was gonna say that we didn't go to the moon but it had nothing to do with the moon it was just an astronaut and i was like okay and then i just kept walking away from him and he was like in my face and i was ready to just end it I was like, they're gonna. To- the cops will believe me over this oh, for sure. guy. Yeah. yeah, I remember one time this homeless guy comes up to me, and he goes, uh, "Hey man, I'm a I'm a comic. Got on my luck." And I'm like, "Yeah, join the fucking club." Yeah. He's like, "Hey man, if I tell you a joke and you laugh, can you give me a couple bucks?" No. I'm like, "Dude, go for it." And he like tells like a pretty good joke, and I go, "Listen, that was a good joke, and I laugh." But here's the thing. If I'm not getting paid to do stand-up, neither you, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> go to an open mic. I can't believe you listen to his joke. I mean, we have to listen to so many mentally ill people's jokes every day that <laughs> I, I had a homeless guy the other day that's this is like more of the kind of anger that i have it's more like you it's very passive anger you know they well, they, they ask you for money all the time yeah. like, hey man you got a couple of bucks and usually you either ignore them or you say sorry this guy, um, this guy was just laying out by the body shop on our corner white white homeless guy too the worst kind of homeless guy and it's just hey man you got any money and it's going no <laughs> like, I'm not playing around. I'm not yeah, telling you sorry. I the same thing I got now. I'm not gonna pretend I don't. I don't have it. Just, no, 
You're yeah. not counting now. There's very few buskers out here. You know, I've noticed that, and like I had kind of a very different experience. Busker? Buskers, like uh, people who play music on the street. Oh yeah, no, there's none. I guess they're all on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, that's it. Probably. Yeah, it's like Times Square. But they're they're <laughs> those are. That's that excuse. That's like you bought a fucking Spider-Man costume at a party city. Yeah, that's and that, true. That, that's your only investment. There's no talent. It's true. It's hilarious that that busking wouldn't work anywhere else. Like, you can't just go to, like, Boise and just, like, sit in a street corner as Spider-Man and, like, try and make money. <laughs> it would be so weird. They'd call the police on you. But like, in the one place where person. actual people who have played Spider-Man live, you I can know. do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the funny thing, I had a home. It wasn't a homeless guy outside here just now. Some guy just asked me if I had a cigarette. I had cigarettes, but I wasn't going to give him one. So I'm like, oh, I left them inside. And he goes, oh, okay. And then he goes, you a Bills fan? I was like, yeah. He goes, I think this is what he said. He goes, you lying? And I go, I didn't know. I didn't catch it. He just said, I think he said, am I lying? And then he goes, you a Bills fan? And I go, yeah. And he goes, Bills fans lie. I'm pretty sure that's what he said to me. And I was so confused by it. I was like. Bills fans lie. Do they? Good. Insult the person that I you need something from. But yeah. <laughs> but it had nothing to do with being a Bills fan. Yeah, exactly. You can't correlate those two things. I was in Vegas uh, two weeks ago, and I was walking down the street, and like you know how they had like the the Rockette girls or the the police officers or something. Yeah. And the like they definitely were like, hey, like come on, come over here. And then you ba- you have to engage with them in order for you know, some kind of transaction to happen. Not like, not like prostitution, just like, you know, oh, a okay. picture or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was walking by with my girlfriend, and one of the police officers literally, like, used her handcuffs, threw it around my wrist, and, like, wow. had me. And it, I mean, I was, I didn't even make eye contact. I was just walking by, and, you know, very sly, she, like, got my, my wrist. And I'm like, all right, all right, all right, let's go. She's like, no, 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 come on, take a picture. And I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, all right. I'm like, Zoe, take a picture. So she comes. Like, you know, we take a picture this way. She takes a picture, like, pretending, like, hit my ass. And then her friend comes over, and uh, she, like, does something where, like, they both, like, strip search me, you know? And um, afterwards, she's like, okay, thank you. And then her Russian friend, the one who didn't hook me, the one that came over second, was like, how about a a tip for both of us? And I'm like, so I took out $2. No, I took took out $4. Did they give you the picture? No, it was just on my phone. Oh. I, I did all the work. I and then see. she's like, how about the tip? And I go, I, so I give her $4. And she goes, she goes, this is not enough. I go, yeah, two for you and two for her. She goes, $5 each. I go, have a nice night. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? You deserve nothing. That's wild. You deserve nothing. You didn't, you didn't ask you're, for this. You're lucky I gave you $4. That's how they get people, like tourists, though. They're just like, oh, God, I think that's what it costs. I didn't realize that's what it cost. You know what I mean? And yeah. then they just give it to them because they're You scared. ever taken somebody's mixtape and just walked away? No, I'm see those guys. They try to give you the mixtape. I was just thinking about that. I remember like the first time I got duped by that, where the guys like take my mixtape. I'm like, oh, thanks, man. I was like excited to listen to it or something. I'm like, this is great, cool, thanks. And then he's like, ten bucks, man, ten bucks. I'm like, oh no, I don't have ten bucks. I I thought you were just gonna give it to me. And he's like, no. Yeah, because that's the thing is they don't ask you like, hey, you, do you want my mixtape? They just yeah. go, hey, take my mixtape. Yeah. And then they, and they go, like, oh, that's ten dollars. Oh like, my okay. god, you have my mixtape in your hand. That's ten dollars. You know, like, like okay, what? here's your mixtape then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking want it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the worst is the uh, the charities camping out in front of whole uh, supermarkets. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like with a child. Or that's something? the worst, man. See, I don't mind that as long as I they can. take cash. See, I just if, if I have to sign up for a monthly donation, right past all of this. See, I I had a joke uh, a while ago that I was walking to a Whole Foods and there was like a Save the Children guy. Yeah, and he's like, uh, "Hey, man, you know, save the kids, just a quick donation." And I'm like, "Sure." So I take I take like like five dollars out. 
And cause he's, I, I saw him get turned down like 15 <laughs> times, you know? Yeah. So I take like five bucks out and I'm like, hey, you know, where's like the, the can or whatever? And he pulls out a, an iPad. And he's like, oh, no, actually, um, we only have a minimum donation of uh, $20, oh my and it's, God. A, it's a membership for a year. And you had a square and, I, and everything? Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, that's ridiculous. He's like, dude, k- kids are dying. I go, yeah, because your minimum donation is 20 <laughs> bucks every calendar month. <laughs> you'd think if you were a little desperate, you'd be like, hey, yeah, we'll take five bucks. Sure. You can donate, yeah. yeah so I like, I, I've been the guy outside of the grocery store with the can, so I can sympathize with those people. Why? Uh, for for Thon. Oh, so yeah, you yeah, yeah. collect money for kids with cancer. Yeah, but you're like it's a good cause. You're like a young kid in like a Thon T-shirt. And you're yeah. in a frat. These guys like have I, like, I, I, yeah, like a sign and everything. Told you what the donations for. Yeah, but like that. Also, if you gave me a dollar bill in my can, I was very happy. Yeah, yeah. If, if that's all you're doing, I'm fine with that. But <laughs> once there's these monthly donations, I got to give you my credit card information. It's not happening. But now the thing is, the guy did get me. I am I am still donating to save the children. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's a reoccurring. Yeah, thing and I can just... I can just write it off. It's yeah. easier just to like say like oh, 20, what's twenty bucks? It's like calling right. Discover and be like, can you cancel? You know. I thought it was going to just be one of those things that you're just like ah, it just keeps showing up on my bill. And I'm like, I gotta get rid of that. And I keep <laughs> forgetting about it. You know. <laughs> well, now now I have that as leverage. So yeah. whenever I, whenever I walk into things, I make eye contact. Like, hey, have you heard about Darren? Have you heard about Save the Children? I'm already donating. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> And then people hear me. It's $20 a month. Yeah. (laughs) When you said that, I had to think about it for a little while because I don't even notice these things when I walk into a grocery store. I just walk right by. I just look at my shoes. And that's it. <laughs> I'm a big headphones. I I, I yeah. can't go anywhere without headphones. He's now. a big headphones guy. If I'm going anywhere without another person, and I was like Uber, like losing my mind. I was like just listening to. I, I take Uber rides with my headphones on. Have you ever just listened to the music the Uber drivers listening it's to? Horrible. It's a nightmare. Yeah, it's always trash. It's like weird pitbulls shit. It's so weird. Some of them they I like when the ones you can tell when they try to curate it to you mm-hmm. based off your picture. So, like, I'll get in there and it'll be, like, talking heads. It's just funny to see what, like, black people assume I'll listen to. I had one guy play, like, Slipknot in, like, Slipknot Pandora for me. And I thought it was, I was like, there's no way this guy's just listening to this right now. You know what I mean? It's not like I just got in his car and he's like, he definitely thought, this guy, I know what this guy likes. And then he actually asked me, but he's like, what do you think of the music? I was like, nice, man. You know, like, <laughs> give me a big tip, bro. He Googled death metal bands. Yeah. Me and Pat and my buddy Coach, when he was uh, visiting, had... The best Uber driver, one just in general, but also the best Uber driver for where we just came from. We just finished salsa and beer, and we were just so full. Yeah. So the only logical person <laughs> picked us up, just a black guy that weighs like 450 pounds. Yeah. Like he looks how we feel, you know? <laughs> you know? And we get into his car, and he's just like, like audibly gay. You know, yeah, that's great. And we just start talking to him about like, like life and stuff. And he's like, "This motherfucker, I, I told, and I, I swear to God, he talked like this. He's like, I told my boyfriend that I couldn't make a show cause I had like another job and now he's all fucking mad at me and shit. And I'm like, all right, let's break this down. I'm like, did you tell him you love him? He's like, yes. I'm like, okay. I'm like, and you apologize for missing a show. He's like, of course. I'm like, do you fart in your sleep? He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't fart in my sleep, motherfucker. And like, it was just the funniest thing. The funniest 30 minute car ride we've ever had. <laughs> I he was would consider great. if I was alone with that guy and he was just starting to talk at me that way, <laughs> I would just be like, oh my God, I got to, you know what? Uh, the destination's actually right up here on the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I know it says it's uh, ten miles away. Yeah, but right here's fine. Well, if I was by myself, I for sure would have oh, been yeah, like, yeah. actually, you know what? I'm 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 right here. It's so much easier to talk to the Uber driver when there's other people in the car. 
yeah. I find. You can really have some liberties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You like some like, teammates and people to yeah, play off. Yeah. If you just laugh, it's less weird if I make a joke. It's always fun when you're in an Uber that you're not paying for or being rated on. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You're just in a group of people. You're just like... Say whatever you want. Say whatever you want. It's a so video game. They're like, come on, Josh. I got... You know, come on, man. I got stars on this. Let's yeah, go. How about those Filipinos, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come on, I'm like, he's going to give you a big tip. Don't worry. <laughs> I drove. I had a, got an Uber one time from here down to um, Hermosa Beach. My you were the driver? No, no. I mean, I was. Uh, I took the ride. Oh, oh. Like, I was getting a ride. And uh, this lady picked me up, and she didn't put the radio on or anything for the Just whole silence? ride. No, we were talking. It felt like a first date. Ew. It was so weird. My brain would be fried. So I would be I like, just, just turn around. On. And then yeah. she started like talking about Trump and how her kids like, nope. like all fucked up. And, nope. like, and I'm like, Jesus, lady. Not because I mean, if she was talking about Bernie, I'd be like, yeah. uh-uh. We are yeah. not doing this, lady. We are not doing this. I had a stripper talk to me about politics recently. At a strip club, or yeah. she was an Uber. I was smoking. Yeah, she was riding an Uber, <laughs> riding an Uber in the daytime. No, I was like outside smoking, and the strippers were coming outside to smoke also. And I thought this is actually the best place to be because all the strippers keep coming out here, and you just talk to them or whatever. So I started like chain smoking out there. Everyone <laughs> knows that uh, fantasy where you just talk to the strippers. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, and then you're they're like, oh, I get off at like seven or I don't know. so. It's <laughs> like uh, you. I started talking to this one girl and. Her, I was like, oh, what's her name? Her name her name was Malia. And I was like, oh, like the Obama girl. And she was like, her name's actually Malaya, which it's not for the record. <laughs> but uh, then she goes, I, I always believe two things. You don't talk about religion or politics. And then she proceeded to talk about politics <laughs> for about 10 minutes and just was like all over the board. And I was just like, uh-huh, yeah, cool, uh-huh. And I just wanted to kill myself. It was. She, it didn't even matter that she was born. Pro or anti-Obama, though? She was middle of the road. She was like going like, well, my dad's a big Trump guy, and I get where he's coming from. But, you know, I have some progressive views. It was like actually a great take, probably, like if I, but if I wanted to hear something like Had that. Had some nuanced opinion out of that stripper. Yeah, yeah. It was actually kind of alarming. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, so anyway, it's 90 bucks for three songs upstairs if you're interested later. <laughs> Dude, I, I've been stooped a couple of times by strippers at strip clubs. Just because for a second you're like... I feel like she's allowing me to do things that not everyone else that's gets. What, that's her game, though. And, yep. and they're, I mean, they're excellent. That's why I always want to, like, talk to them when they're not on the clock, kind of, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I They're could, not playing the game as yeah, much. I feel like I could date a stripper because I get what they're doing. It's the whole, like, game of getting them to like you despite all of that. You know what I mean? So, like, they see you as not just a customer. True. That's the fun part. Well, I, I dated one for, like, eight months. Yeah? And we would do, like, actually... Did like you a, meet her at the club? No, no. I met her on Bumble. Yeah, yeah, okay. And uh, found out fun. that way. I'm just like, all right, whatever. Did she have it in her profile? No, no. I found out the hard way. Well, How she wasn't she stripping you? when you met her, correct? Well, not when I met her, but then she did like soon after because she was like strapped for cash. How did she tell you? So actually, you know what? I gotta be honest. She was extremely upfront about it. I think on the, on the first date, she was like, "Listen, I'm a stripper." She's like, "I'm from the East Coast. I used to strip. A, I that was my profession." Okay. And um, I'm gonna do it again. I'm probably gonna do it again. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, that won't bug me because you know. We're not looking for anything serious. And like six months later, we're like, all right, I love you, babe. Have fun at the club. You know? That's fun. That's <laughs> you know? fun to me, though. That's exciting. I just got uh, excited thinking about it. And then that. we would do these scenarios because she had a pole in her room. Yeah. And so we like would do these scenarios she where she's like, she, babe, do you like this new move? Yeah. And she like <laughs> she would dance and she'd come over and she'd be like, so for 50 bucks, I'll suck your cock. And I'm like, I play it wrong. I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I'm like, 
you don't actually do this though, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is just like the scenario <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. you and I are. This is. And then at the end, she's like, "Where's that fifty bucks?" Though, yeah, <laughs> it's like, "So are we going to like Wakana or?" Do you think she ever did sell guys cocks for fifty bucks? I, I don't think so. Would, like you care? Would you really care? <laughs> 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 if it's for money, do you care though? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. I don't know. I don't think I she. Care. Well, she. So like, as long like, as I didn't know about it, it was so <laughs> ass bad. It was ex- it was the most like L.A. twenty first century walk on the beach I've ever had. It was like our second date, and we were like walking on Manhattan Beach, and it was just like tales from a stripper. <laughs> like she, that's like, fun. And she's like, "Yeah, there's one guy who's my regular. This is back in Boston, and he would come in, and like he had he was like a regular, and he, he had such a fetish for do, for strippers that all he wanted me to do was just jerk him off with a condom on for like five thousand dollars. That's wild. And I'm like, I'm like. You, you did it right she's like no like i i have i'm telling you i have never done any sexual favor that's like, not even a, it doesn't even seem like a sexual favor to me. that's 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 a fucking layup yeah i would do it i mean for five thousand dollars it's no longer a favor i don't think i would care like i always said from down to like hooters waitress who just flirts with the golf dad for an extra tip all the way up to like porn star Business is business, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, if you're making money from it, so be it. I'm not going to, like, besmirch it. And I think it's kind of hot if you, like, make some money doing whatever, and then you come home and, like, we hang out, and I get to, like, use the money. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, like, <laughs> snickering as I, like, see the golf dad, like, put that extra 20 down. I'm like, sweet, we're buying weed tonight. You know, but You I mean? follow a lot of porn stars on Twitter. If I, I do. I love yes. it. Everyone makes fun of me for this. Do they? Do they oh, sorry, keep going. Oh, yeah. No, I was saying, like, uh... I had a friend back home be like, people are worried uh, because you like like a lot of porn star. Tw-. I'm like, it's because it's hilarious. Do you see what they write? They are all really They're funny. fucking maniacs. You know who's you know <laughs> actually the funniest shit I've ever really seen? funny? <coughs> Kimmy Granger. Kimmy Granger's hilarious. H- hilarious. <laughs> and uh, there's that bunch of them that do comedy. Really? Um, yeah, like uh, Alexis Fox has a show at El Cid once in a while. I actually did it uh, back in June or something. And uh, maybe May. But there's like three porn stars who do like five minute sets on it, and say it could be stuff about porn, it's stuff about dogs. Like they write all kinds of different shit. Uh, Kate Kennedy hosted a monthly show at the Comedy Store in the Belly Room, and uh, I'm gonna be doing that. Dude, I would love to get on some porn star shows. Yeah, they're great. There's so many of Sylvia Sage does comedy. I don't even They're know who here. any of you know, these actually, people. Are. I met them through doing comedy. Your then you go back and you look better than mine. Well, then you go and you look them up after. Yeah. 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 Well, of course. Naturally, what am I? Yeah. Gonna you're like, well, this girl is really take funny, her word you know for what it. I mean? And then they're like, also a porn star. So you're like, well, I'm gonna go see yeah. their other work. I'm not gonna too. not masturbate to her. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, no, I mean, it's I think it's hilarious, and I'm I told like people will call me out on Twitter once in a while. Someone will be like. Uh, I always know if I see a porn star on my timeline that it's from you or whatever that you liked it, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm never gonna fucking stop. <laughs> so figure it out, dude. There was you this know? dude at an open mic last week. I don't know his name, but uh, I was really pissed off because he told this really. I mean, it was a great like you know story with jokes, you yeah. know, and um, basically the story is that he had a threesome with these two porn stars. And, okay. like, and like their limo and then just like kind of like kicked him out I was like you're welcome you know cool and great story yeah and during the story me and not just like other dudes but like other women in the like like comics were like who what like he skipped past their names yeah 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 which is really fucking annoying also alludes to the fact that it was bullshit yeah if you don't have names so that's true. the first thing we're like about. we're like who, who are they he's like 
kind of like, you know, I'll get to that later or just whatever. Yeah. And then after a set, he's like, I won't tell you after. You can, you can catch me. At, like, I won't tell you now, but you can catch me after my set. Now I'm like, all right, now double fuck you because I really want to know. So now, now it's like come approach you yeah, yeah. and ask you for hey something, man, you fuck. So who are those porno got girls you banged out, bro? And then the mic ends. And as we're walking out, it was quiet. So I yeah. say, all right, so who'd you fuck? Right. And he looks at me and he's like, <laughs> like kind of like, looks at me like, yeah, you know. Kind of like work a little harder than that. And then he walks out and kind of like almost like looks to see if I'm following him. And I'm like, I really want to know, but yeah. I'm not going to follow you out and ask you again. Well, it makes me think it's all bullshit. Yeah. He had no names. It would have sounded more fake only if he said like, well, Jenna Jameson yeah. was one and uh, I don't know. Crystal Young. Steel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Stormy Daniels. I wonder if she's alive. Crystal Steel? Crystal Steel. I hope so. I don't know. I mean. She was nice. Yeah, I was a big fan. Don't get me wrong, but like it's funny how the older porn stars don't do it for me. Like the old stereotypical like '90s like big tits, blonde. Yeah, same. Agreed. Like now they look like just girls you see at like a, like oh. strung out girls at a bar. But that's, that's why, why like I'm it. so into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. They've really hit. And their... some of them, you know, they like they're like out of this world. But you know, some of them are just like I think I could pick that girl up. I think, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like I could just go out and see her. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why it's like a it's a f more fun fantasy. I mean, the the webcam girls are really the sleepers right now. Right. They're they're they, the more attractive ones than the porn stars. They're great. Well, yeah. because doing webcam, there's this guise of it's not pornography. Yeah. It depends how far they want to go. You know, some of them mm -hmm. don't go very far at all. I mean, there are some girls who just like bra and panty, like ASMR style or some shit. I don't even know what they do. What does know? ASMR stand for? I don't know what it stands for, but it's all that shit where you just you talk in a microphone. Like oh this. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we're hearing some in the background here. You could just be putting that uh, <laughs> the silverware on the microphone, and that's that is what it is. You yeah. know? It's people eating cereal and all this other bullshit. Dude, the Japanese are into some weird shit. There's a whole market for girls just eating food online. Oh, it's called uh, mukbang. Mukbang. Yeah. yeah, I know you do all this shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's not just Japanese girls. There's some fat girls in Louisiana doing it too. Really? Elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. Really? It's, it's Getting paid by Japanese people? But or? I think it was originated... Uh, of course. I don't know. That's true. That's a good question. Is it like the demo, just Japanese people? I don't know. Well, then I've heard that... So uh, in Japan, it's illegal to show penetration. Yeah, you, it's all blurred out. Which is why... Like a all tentacle, is which up. is why tentacle porn is yeah, so big. It's great because they can show that going in, but they can't show a penis. I've never like gotten off to tentacle porn, but it is interesting. There's yeah, a saying, hilarious um, sort of timeline uh, about how Hitler is directly responsible for tentacle porn. Hmm. Please tell. So Hitler, Connect those dots. <laughs> yeah. So Hitler, <laughs> World War Two, obviously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. World War Two, atomic tom, bopped on, dropped on Japan. Okay. Occupation of USGIs bring over comic books. Start the animation craze in Japan. Porn with penetration gets outlawed, so they start using these animated pornography with the tentacle penetration. So Hitler gave wow. us tentacle porn. I think you're giving Hitler a little too much credit when yeah. really it was us. I, I want to give the American... That was Franklin Delano Roosevelt's... Harry Truman. Harry Truman, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, but we and, never would have we never would have dropped that atomic bomb had Hitler not started World War II. That's a good point. True. So Hitler, I think porn. I think for all our Jewish listeners, fuck Hitler. It was American comic books. Thank you, Stanley. Yeah, I, I think America. I think we need to be patriots in this one and uh, take that victory for us. 
We, Fair enough. We did tentacle porn, guys. We, we, <laughs> that's us. God Give us your sick, your weary, your tired, USA. and have you heard about tentacle porn? <laughs> and I'm proud to be. Yeah, tentacle porn, baby. We did it. Now, speaking of weird stuff, I know that you uh, work on uh, the Your Mom's House podcast mm-hmm. with Christina P. and Tom Segura. Yes. Now, you have the luxury of, because uh, just like us, you're a little fucked up in the head. So it's the luxury of experiencing some really weird stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. On that yeah. podcast. Just run us down just a, a few of your favorites. I like see I'm not like a big weirdo guy. I just happen to like traffic in that, I suppose. I like the more like benign things that are that are bizarre because they're so you know, weird in their ordinary things. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, I guess that's what a lot of the weirdos are. Um they're all I mean, I can't really it's like choosing your favorite child, you know, what's your favorite weirdo I can't pick one, mm-hmm. you know. I don't even like calling them weirdos. You know, it seems wrong. Um, but the tried out guy is weird. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's weird in a way that's like magical <laughs> and uh, and wonderful. But yeah, I mean, like people ask me about doing that thing and it's tough because like I wish I had like a good response mm-hmm. to talk like to talk about it. But it was such like a blur. It was like going into a situation that I had no idea what it was going to be like and when it was over, I was like, did we do it? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it was like, was it did, Was it even good? You know, like, I had no idea what just happened. Yeah. And Basically. he just had his dick out the surreal. entire interview. Yeah, it was just surreal. And I just, I said to myself, like, no matter what happens, just go in there like you're interviewing, like, Barack Obama in Buckingham Palace and have all the respect in the world for him. You're in his fucking home. Yeah. So I just let him have his dick out. I acted like it was, like, like I. Like he didn't have his dick out. Yeah, yeah, like. I mean, you could have your dick out right now, and I'd be acting the same way. I've I have built this armor, I guess. I don't know. And for those who don't know what we're talking about, you can go on YouTube and type in um, "try it out." Yeah, Robert Paul Champagne is his name, and uh, there's a little documentary about him on there, and there's like a bunch of other clips that you can find too. You know, he's got his own YouTube channel now. <laughs> and do you think, wild. like, do you think he had his dick out just because that's how he's most comfortable, or was that like a little power move by him? Like, could have been if, both. if he wants to interview me. He's going to have to look at my cock. I think it was a little bit of both. It was like, it's how he always is. I know I've seen him countless times on his Instagram live and stuff like that. He's always got his fucking dick out. And so he said to me, you can come over, but I'm not going to wear pants. And I was like, however you're most comfortable, I don't care. As long as you let us in and you let us talk to you. And so he's like, okay. So I think it was kind of like calling my bluff. You know, kind of thing. Like, yeah. I told you, I'm not wearing pants. You know, like, that kind of thing. So, I just acted like I didn't even notice, you know? But he wore a shirt. Yeah, he always wears this, like, little tank top. It's barely a shirt. It's, yeah, it really is, like, it's oh, hardly like this a whole shirt. Thing. It doesn't even qualify as a shirt, really. But, yeah, I mean, his dick was just right there. His dick seemed more shy to see me than I was to see it. So. <laughs> Big? No. No, no very small. He's with a picture. Tiny. Very small. Very, very tiny, tiny. yeah. But hey, like I said, it was one of those moments where it was like, there's two dudes with cameras. It's probably very shy, you know. That's true. Not You're not going to bring out your yeah. best performance. Yeah, I'm not saying it was. I've I've had moments like where I'm like <laughs> with a girl the next morning, and we're just like shooting the shit about whatever, and then I'm just thinking in my head like, if she looked at my dick right now, it would be, the it would make me feel so sad because oh. you, know, you know it's just sitting there like in the morning, you know, it's just like tucked in. Yeah. <laughs> Sleeves, you know, I don't know. That brings us to my uh, my other favorite thing about you on uh, your mom's house podcast is make Josh come. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So it's my favorite part too. <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know, come to think of it, it's my favorite. Ladies <laughs> can't make Josh come. I mean, like well, you can't come from sex. Not vaginal. Right, right. They do it in so many ways in a macro sense, I guess, but yes. they don't. Uh, the the actual act doesn't happen. I have to like finish myself off onto their. Can I? Can face I finish? Or whatever. Oh, nice. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but they they, they can master jerk you off though, right? I mean, they. No one can jerk me off as good as me. So I mean, it's true. You know they. You know how a girl does a fucking hand job. They're yeah. just like you're like, all right, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> if sex isn't gonna do it. There's no way yeah, a, a yeah, girl yeah, hand yeah, job yeah, is gonna get the job done. An uncalloused hand. I need a calloused man's hand yeah. to make. Me no, yeah. Come. It's like it's it's my own thing, and like everyone's like, oh, you shouldn't jerk off as much. And I've tried that. I've tried not jerking off for like four months, and then Jesus. like have sex, and it's just it doesn't matter. It's the it's something like in my brain or something. So. But you, um, there's been like a Twitter response to hashtag been a, make, quite make Josh the response come. and all the way around, and it's been fun. There's How, been some tries. So you've actually, I've gotten laid. You've gotten this, laid yes. from the Make Josh Come campaign. Yes, yes, it's happened. How many and, times? Uh, a few now. I, I'm not going to quantify it for my own fair potential enough. to That's do, fair. do more, hopefully. But um, it's been wonderful compared to my first year in LA. And how attractive are these ladies? They they run the gamut. I'll tell you. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm not a beggar, or or I'm not a, a a chooser. I should say beggars can't be choosers. So I'm letting everyone kind of have a crack at it. I'm not really discriminating. <laughs> if I find something attractive about them, I'm willing to, you know, give it, give it a whirl. So, yeah, you know. So I mean, like I said, there's been some amazing, like some of the most gorgeous girls I've ever slept with, and then you know, there's been a few nights where it's just like, what's your, you know, okay, cool. <laughs> It's like, I bet she's got something that yeah, can make it happen. You never know. You never know. I'm willing, I'm just here for experiments. Now, how so. visually impaired are you? Does that, does that help in some cases? I well, when it comes to yeah, I mean, like in a dark room and stuff. But um, <laughs> yeah. of course, I've used it to my advantage. <laughs> but it hurts in some places too because I I remember like sometimes when a girl is just like the best body, it's like Ugh. God. I have to like put my glasses back on. And just like, Hold on a minute. I have to just like take this in. Okay, good. I got it. Now it's like. <laughs> I continue about my business, but yeah, no, I mean, I remember saying that to a girl. I'm like, I got to put my glasses on. This is a waste. Otherwise, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's a huge I'm sure She loved it. I don't know. Maybe probably who cares? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 but none of them, none of them. Well, I mean, if anyone, I guess you shouldn't care because they can't make you come. Right. No, unless they did that. I mean, maybe the one that does, I'll fall in love with or something. I have no idea. Now, do they leave going like, uh, do they leave upset like oh, some of them? I thought I would do it. Well, they all kind of come in with the guise of they know that this is a thing. That's why this is all happening, you know. So I've had them like come into it and be like, "Well, I guess I didn't do it," but they still like had fun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm learning my own swag and all of this too. So it's like, it's been fun. You know. How do you characterize your newfound swag? I don't know if I can characterize it. I just mean like I'm learning how to uh fuck properly more i guess mm. you know just the more it's like anything else the more it's like yeah. the more open practice you makes to, perfect you're gonna build that five minutes you know what i'm saying so now i got <laughs> yeah. my fucking I'm, i think you i got your do type a fe- five in the i bedroom. do a feature set up there now yeah. i think you know what i'm saying so you did your open mics you yeah yeah in the raffle exactly you know you got picked a couple times was right. it great no no but now you have your tight seven yeah a couple couple of sets where you know uh open mics at the improv and a couple of them were you know fucking Sales comedy hole, you know, but it's uh, <laughs> but you got a slice of pizza for dollar ninety nine. So. Yeah, hey, actually, I should have made that the hot girl. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, like, it's been it's been fun. It's been my favorite part as well. Like I said, 
because you you Hopefully are more <clears throat> you are becoming definitely more of like a celebrity you have like this well, that's cool i guess so i hope so i mean that's what we're all just trying to sell a ticket right so. yeah well i mean <clears throat> have you seen since you've started like featuring on your mom's house consistently are your ticket sales like getting a lot better? Oh well, yeah, I went from zero to having some small amount, so <laughs> that's always so good. yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's a thousand percent better. But you're opening um, for Tom now, so is it cool yeah. doing those theaters? I mean, then... I've been doing that for, I've been opening up for him since we were in. He was doing clubs for papered rooms before he had an audience. You know what I mean? So mm, I just kinda really was lucky. Yeah, it was since like 2013. So. Um, I just kind of like watched his rise and then he kind of like took me along for it, you know, for most of it. So and how did how did he find you? How did you guys find each other? We just start? worked together at a club um, in 2013. It was my it was actually my first feature weekend at this club. And uh, then he just like DM'd me and he's like, I got a weekend in Orlando. Do you want to do it? And it was like at the time when he like wasn't selling tickets all the way yet, but was kind of like getting more clout where he could bring his own middle. And at the time, I mean, I had to pay for my own travel. I had to like just I had to pay for well, I didn't have to pay for my room on that one, but it's like it was a potential. I had to like talk to the club about it or whatever. And, uh, you know, I just made the 500 bucks that the club paid me, you know. And then, like, as time went on, he started, like, selling tickets. And then I remember him, like, calling me one time. Like, he kept inviting me to more gigs, obviously. And then I remember him calling me one time, and he's like, hey, by the way, you don't have to pay for your uh, your travel anymore. And I was like, wow. You know, because at the time, that was like, you're basically breaking even yeah. almost yeah. every time. So I was like, wow, that's a huge. And I remember that being, like, the biggest deal in the world, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, so we did a few more gigs. And then he had another run. Or he's like now doing theater. I remember he's like, I'm doing the Trocadero Theater. I'm doing four shows at it. I'm like, Jesus. It's like 1,500 people. You did four shows at it. And so he asked me to do that. And I was like, that was just wild, you know? I mean, I never saw anything like that before. And uh, that's when he started doing like theaters. And it's just been bananas. Now it's just like bananas. <laughs> you so you, I mean? you do shows in front of 1,500 people? Yeah, I mean, now it's like the... It could go from like fifteen hundred to thirty seven hundred. I mean, Jesus Christ! Yeah, and it's like multiple shows in a night. Sometimes it's crazy. Does it feel different between fifteen hundred and like thirty seven, yeah. or is it just like oh, ah, that? No, I mean, same. kind of actually, it does. But like, it depends on the room. But like, uh, it's weird because I like clubs. You know, you have a connection. You can feel the connection with the crowd a little bit more. With these, it's like kind of surreal, <coughs> almost like out of your own body. And you're doing the punchlines, and there it's like when they give when it gets like a big laugh it's almost like you start stepping on the last because you're just like not, it's like getting to the room later or something. You know what I mean? Like I've, it no, happens, it's like that, a yeah. wave or whatever. Like you really have to wait for the laughs to come in a theater, I heard. You have to like wait for them to stop really because then like otherwise you're just like hurrying and it's, it throws off your timing, you know, because the laugh will like resonate longer yeah. than at a club, you know? It's weird. So like, so you know how like you had, how long do you do for Tom? Um, like between 20 and 30 minutes. So you have like your 20 to 30 minutes set. Yeah. The first time you did it at a theater and it got like a, a good response. Mm-hmm. Did that 20, 30 turn into like 40 just cause it, it took you longer to get through your set? Um, well, I, I think I had at first the opposite because I was stepping on, on, all uh, really? you know what I'm saying? So I was like kind of rushing through things and it took a while to like feel it out, you know? And my set's always been like kind of changing. Mm-hmm. It's not like I just do the same 20 that I was doing like two years ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, it is different though. I mean, like I'll go to the ice house on 
Friday and do a set and it'll feel like the same joke that got like a huge laugh. It'll like get a, a tinier laugh and it'll be like a big laugh for the room, but it'll just feel, we, you know, like it yeah. will feel the same. Yeah, of course. Obviously. So it kind of like, fuck. you have to just kind of like feel a groove, you know? I remember one time I did like uh, in February, I, I did the comedy store in the belly room yeah. on the uh, decaps of comedy. I think we're doing that again in August. Cool. Um, but uh, I, re- you know, I kept running my set the week before. And like the the week of, so I, I did like you know two bomb shelter mm-hmm. sets like the two nights prior. The ten minute ones, yeah. Yeah, so and like I was doing eight minutes, so I'd I'd run my eight minute or seven minute set, mm-hmm. and then the bomb shelter, it would basically turn out to be like five and a half minutes. Yeah. And then I did it actually at the show, and I, it was like close to ten minutes. Yeah, because the laughs happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <that laughs> yeah, I have happen. to stop talking yeah. so people like, can laugh. Just, it's just so crazy because, and you know, it's also a great learning experience too to like do the fourth wall and to do right. the bomb shelter because it just forces you to like sit in the pocket and yeah, just fucking yeah, yeah. take you know whatever the shit's coming to you or, or you know lack thereof right you know yeah i mean if i'm i get what you're saying like if i'm doing a club set i'll probably have to like think about like more jokes to do in my set than i would in a theater you're right because it's like the pacing is just totally different it's way different yeah and like you know i've heard the bigger the stage the longer you can have between laughs just because of the like well the thing that's wild about it and this is like a weird like uh sort of like uh dichotomy that i'm like living in right now is going between this is literally all i have kind of the fourth wall and doing that you know where it's like 12 people who you know probably and you have to like do something new in front of otherwise they've seen your act you know yeah so like if you come up with something new and it gets a laugh, you're like, okay, good. I'm on, I'm on to something. You can kind of like build on it. But then when you go to those theaters and you try to do it, it gets a, it gets a huge laugh and you're like validated in it. So it almost is like too easy. You know what I mean? So it's not yeah. like a test for the joke. The, the theater? Yeah. It's yeah. almost like, whereas like fourth wall is pretty easy because it's like there's no stakes. This one, when it gets a laugh, you're like, well, that joke's done. You know what I mean? So you don't even like flush it out enough. Whereas a club, it's it's weaker. Mm-hmm. You go to a club and do it, and it's like, why didn't that like pop as hard? Yeah. It's because at a theater, it's like catered to succeed. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're there to watch a comedy show. There's no waitress. There's no bartender. There's no other things going on. It's like you on a stage, and they have to like look at you. You mm-hmm. know, that's what they're there for, for the most part. And they're only there for you and the one yeah. person who comes on after you. So it's like borderline easier but at the same time the moment can over i've seen it i've seen the moment like overcome a person and them just shit the bed because it's not like they were gonna like just laugh at anything you know what i mean yeah you still have to be funny you still have to flush out your thoughts and like have a prepared thing or a polished you know what i'm saying like not polished but you know an act because if you just go up there and you do like winging it kind of shit you're going to fall on your face. And is that what happened? Did they go up there and try to wing it? Or did they just, just get nervous that, you know, they and they had, like, bumbled through it? thoughts. You know, they're trying to just, like, get through. It's almost like they were, like, open miking. Hmm. And it's like, what are you doing, you know? Like, do you think they forgot their act? Or did were they just like, yeah, I can go out there and improv I think they just improv they could do whatever they want. Yeah. yeah. Was it somebody big? No. Okay. No. That, that's a weird thought to have if you're not Somebody super big, big probably could have got away with it, you know? Yeah. yeah. But I don't, like, again, I don't think it was something... In the, of the attention, like, my shit doesn't stink. I'm going to go up there and just wing it. It was more like, I'm going to, I th- feel like I could do no wrong. I'm going to try and do this new stuff, and it's not really that flushed out. You know what I mean? 
and then they got squirrely and lost their confidence. Yeah. That's tough when you get into a set and like especially like early on it would happen to me a lot the first time I got to a spot where I thought there was be a laugh or there was supposed to be a laugh that didn't that ruined a lot of sets for me when I was like first starting out because yeah. I would just I would rush I mean I was already rushing through my sets back then like pretty yeah all the pretty much all the time mm-hmm. but I would like kick it into another gear and just talk so fast you could barely understand me I do this thing pretty consciously especially like at a mic where it's like I know this punchline has gotten a laugh in this space before but you can almost like if you do the joke enough and you know where the laugh is going to be you can anticipate it coming and you can anticipate when they're not going to dig it too you know what I mean so I've done this thing where I like say a a punchline to a joke and then I just move on directly like it wasn't even a punchline you know what I mean like, it was just another extension okay. in the story, like yeah. a comma. Like, I, I don't know why, but it's like a split-second decision to do it, obviously. You know when the laugh's about to happen, I think, and you know when it's not, and so you just gloss over. You know what I'm saying? How do you yeah. make that decision? I don't know. It's weird. It's just like you just something feel that it? I, I just know that I do it. You know, I, I listen to sets a lot, so it's like I'll know when I do it, and it's like how did I know that to do that? You know what I mean? Or... It's not like one of those it's the cause and effect is the fact that they weren't going to laugh at it. Maybe it's something they didn't laugh at prior in the joke or something. It's like you can tell when it's about to happen. I don't know. So I've just I've just noticed it's something that I do. How long did it take you to be able to like feel rooms like that? Was that a skill that you acquired over just years of doing stand up or are you kind of always I mean it's just pretty something decent I, at I've it. been doing this for 10 years now in shitty situ I mean like open mics for the most part in like clubs and shit clubs and MCing and stuff like that so it's like I, I think if you just do it enough you mm-hmm. you fucking just figure out your own stuff you know what I mean like I don't know when it clicked or when it didn't you know what I mean I know when I like wrote certain jokes or had like my act was a certain way and I know when it like became markedly better mm-hmm. I could like scale that but I can't really like pinpoint when the nuts and bolts are like when yeah. the instincts or whatever kicked in you know because I know there definitely was a time when it does, I didn't have any you know what i mean what's your uh, writing process like um i don't i like uh i like going to those fucking improv mics Mm -hmm. i wish i could do like one of those every fucking day to be honest with you i almost i'm gonna start just going to the fourth wall i mean we're paying five dollars i'm just gonna start asking can i do that every time you know what i'm saying yeah it's getting to the point for me too just because the last like two weeks i've had like actually no more like three weeks I've had maybe <coughs> one or two new <coughs> jokes that are like decent. Yeah. And it's like you said, I don't want to do the same stuff in front of these people who've right. already seen it. It's like I'm doing the same jokes that are like pretty funny mm-hmm. in front of people who are really funny. Yeah. And I've like and I've already heard them. Yeah. So I've been trying to go up there and just kind of riff or just I don't know, trying to experiment because I do like right on stage a lot there too. Right. But it's been a lot of fucking just eating plates of shit. Yeah, I mean, I try to, like, I'd like to say I sit down and write. I mean, I don't. It's like, if something comes to me, I'll write it down, and then I'll, like, flush it out later or something like that. But it has to come to me. I don't ever, like, go, tomorrow I'm going to write from 2 to 3 and see what I, I've never done that. So, yeah. I mean, like, maybe that makes me lazy or whatever. But I like those mics because they give you premises that I never would have thought of. I could sit yeah. down all day, and I might not have come up with one of those premises that actually will lead to a joke because it's, like, thrown at you in that moment and you kind of have to react and not to say even your reaction is the thing that the joke will be but it's like it gets you thinking about something you go ah, oh, you know, i can maybe play it this way actually come to think of it and then you 
do another mic later or whatever and see how it goes, you know? When you were, I guess, like, uh, what am I, four, four years in? Yeah. What was, like, your level at that time? Well, for me, four years was, like, the first four years was slow as fuck because there was only one show in Buffalo, and it was once a week, and it was popping, though. It was a big show. Like, civilians came. Like, they sometimes had 100 people there. And uh, the thing is, when you first started, you c- I couldn't get on it every time because there's only so many spots. And so you had to, like, earn your way on it. And I remember, like, getting anxiety. Like, am I going to make the list? And then I wouldn't, and I would fucking be in a pissy mood for, like, the whole week until the next Tuesday. And that was, like, honestly the first four years. And every now and then I would, like, drive to the clubs. There was two clubs an hour away, one in Erie and one in Rochester. And I would just drive there trying to get, like, guest sets or on their open mics or whatever when I could. And I started getting, like, MC work that way at those places for, like, dog shit pay. And I was terrible probably. But I could do MC stuff, you know, like, remember the credits. And that's all they really gave a shit about. And then, uh, so I probably did that a bunch in the first four years, but it wasn't until Helium, like, so year four, 2012, Helium opened up in Buffalo and then that like changed everything. And then year five, I I was middling at Helium, milling at uh, other Heliums and other clubs. And that's when I, that first middle weekend I worked with Tom. So, I mean, that changed my life, obviously. So you started working with Tom before you moved to LA? Yeah. Well before 2013 I mean I only moved to LA Because of him Like he Was He had a huge theater tour In 2017 And He like texted me one day Because my plan was always To go to New York But I just never could like Get get off my ass and do it Mm -hmm. I hated the idea of living there And uh, He texted me one night And was like When are you gonna move to LA And I was like Ha ha You know I didn't I've never even thought about Moving to LA He's like Here's the deal If you move to LA I'll give you the rest of my dates And so I was like well, that'll be enough to, like, get my footing, at least in L.A., you know? And there was no promise beyond that. Like, the dates ended at the end of the year, the end of 2017, and that was it. Then it's like, I have to get a job or whatever, you know? So I said, yeah, I mean, what am I going to say, no? I'd be an idiot. So I said, yeah, and then I moved here. <laughs> that was that was it, you know? Shit. I moved here in, like, the middle of the year, Um, did every weekend with him that he had, and it was, like, three weekends a month, and didn't have a job for like the first six months I lived here just did comedy and it was amazing but then I had to get a job and it was a nightmare and I thought I was gonna kill myself but then he was like I'm opening a studio (laughs) so I was like (laughs) Jesus yeah so I mean it worked out obviously the patience so what did you have a job for like three months I had a job for eight months what were you doing I don't remember exactly what it was but basically I had to call medical insurance uh, companies and get them to pay for medical bills at this particular clinic. And I worked in a skyscraper downtown. It was kind of cool, actually. I, I was impressed with myself that I could get that job. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't like paid well or anything like that. It was just the fact that I can get a job in an office building. That you have to like wear a tie to. Yeah, is insane to me. You know what I mean? It's I a little insane to college. me. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they realized I made a big mistake because I was very shitty at it. But, uh,. <laughs> They were like, you know how to use Excel? I'm like, yeah, doesn't everybody? They're like, no. <laughs> not, not the people we hire. But, yeah, I mean, I can't believe I got that. I lucked out. I went to, like, one of those job fairs and just went to every table. And this is the one that called me back. It saved my bacon, though. I mean, I would have been fucked if I didn't get that job. Yeah. Like, right when I got it. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping I can get out of the uh, 
restaurant industry soon. I always told myself as a child, because my parents both worked in the restaurant industry, I was like, I'll never do it. I don't care how poor I am. And then I like came so close, like because I was like, I was applying at McDonald's for Christ's sake. I just any job that would take me. And someone was like, I kept getting rejected. I got rejected by Target. I got, I got re- rejected by Trader Joe's. <laughs> I got rejected by uh, Vons and Lids was the ones I got rejected. Who the by. fuck are they? Lids is a Lids hat is a hat store. store. You know what I mean? Like, who are they to like deny you? Well, that's what I thought, and I was I know, annoyed I know by it. Are. I was like, am I? And I was really down on myself. I'm like, am I a retard? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's I how know. I felt. <laughs> I felt like an, a real piece of shit, and so. Someone said to me, though, they're like, no, man, they know you don't want to work there and they know that you're going to like leave as soon as you can. So aim slightly higher. So I went to like one of those job fair things where you like wear a tie to them and sit down at a bunch of tables for a bunch of vague companies. And this one was like, hey, we want you to come in. I didn't know what they did there for the first week (laughs) because then we didn't we did like orient. We did all the orientation. And then I was like in my head, I'm like, "I, I wonder what if they realize i have no fucking idea what this place is (laughs) and what i would be doing here i was they said i was uh i forget what the name of the job was but it was so like vague where i was like i called my buddy i'm like do you know what this means like a systems correspondent or something it was like uh fuck i wish i could remember it was so vague i can't even remember it but it was (laughs) it was like representative one for i don't know but anyhow it was uh I finally, I remember I was sitting in a training meeting <laughs> when they started training us, and I go, there was like a moment where I go, oh, <laughs> like, that's what we do here. <laughs> and, like, I said that audibly, and, like, people were like, what? And I'm like, no, nothing. I, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 I knew the whole yeah, time. No, I, I, you know. I actually recently blew an uh, interview. I went to interview at uh, Joey Restaurants. You didn't fucking hire me. Um, they didn't hire me either. And I go into the, for the interview, and it's going pretty well. And then... It was a combination of just like me being honest and like not thinking they'd care and also like a little bit of a slip of the tongue. So I was interviewing for a uh, bartender position. Oh, wow. And they were like, uh, you know, a bunch of questions. And then finally, it's like. That's hard, right? Being a bartender here? It's pretty hard, yeah. Yeah. I work at a bartender now at Melbourne Forum, which is, you know, pretty cool, but, you know, just too far away. And uh, she's like, um, and just, you know, just one other question. So, you know, where do you see yourself in uh, 10 years? Am I doing comedy? Yeah, yeah. And they both like look at you like, what? I'm like, oh, uh, I mean, you know, yeah. I in don't the wanna, company? I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to be a fucking bartender in 10 years. I have a joke about that in my act, actually, about applying for lids and doing the phone interview with them because they asked me the same thing. And it was like I couldn't come up with an answer that didn't involve me leaving lids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Selling hats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, so why, why bartender? I'm like, because I need money. Yeah. Uh, why does anyone bartender? Yeah, you're yeah. like... <laughs> Everyone loves this. Yeah, you think it's an industry of winners? Is this cocktail? You think Tom yeah, Cruise is going to come in here and be like, in it for the love of the game? Murphy's <laughs> Law, if he's bartending, he loves bartending. Yeah. Like, no, no, it's not that at all. Yeah. I literally just need to pay my bills. I mean, if you were hiring a janitor and you're like, where do you see yourself <laughs> in five years? And they said being a janitor, I don't know if you'd want that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would you even hire? Yeah. I, have, I have a joke that's like, you ha- you see all these like commencement speeches for graduations, right? And it's all these people who are like like the president or these like famous actors and actresses, and like they're giving the speech. Mm-hmm. And I think although it's a great like notion to have these like big powerful people talking, I think they're so powerful and and famous, it's too much of a reach, and you can't really identify with them. Yeah, yeah. So I think what they should do instead of having like a celebrity do it, they should have someone like you don't want to be give mm-hmm. the speech. 
So you have like oh, you have, you have like, like a, a janitor give a speech. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Pat. I have no money. Here's um, what I did. Don't yeah. do this. <laughs> I thought you'd leave that going like, wow, I really need to get my shit together. Well, I'd be great because I didn't graduate college. But Julia Roberts is like, listen, you guys, you've yeah. made it. <laughs> I dropped out. Yeah, I was like, good for you. I'm still paying my student loans. Guess what? Yeah, how's that? So the worst. Yeah, I don't really care. I'm not. I'm not actually paying them. <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> be honest. Yeah. Waiting for yeah. Bernie to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Don't forgive it. I hate that. Like the uh, the emails my federal loans sends me. They 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 can't see the response because they <clears throat> they send you get me a, emails. God. They send me an email. They're like, hey, you actually pay yours. Right? Like you 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 realize you uh you missed a payment. I just forgot to pay it because yeah. I, I remember I I called and they didn't pick up or whatever. No, it, like, something was wrong with the phones. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, so I, I, they emailed me. They go, do you, you, you realize you missed your, your payment? And I just wrote back, like, I'll pay a double next week. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and then, of course, I get the email back, like, like sorry, the email you can, yeah, we do not That's funny. receive emails. I have never actually, I think, like, I made the first six payments on it. And I just said to myself, I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> like, it was more than my rent or something. And I was like, I cannot do this. And so I just stopped, and I remember being like, my mom was like, you should probably, like, pay those. And I was like, ah. <laughs> are they, like, <laughs> coming they after you for them? Yeah, well, then they started coming after me, exactly. And I was like, ah, ignore, ignore, you know, on the phone. And then I got a different phone, you know, things happened, and they stopped coming after me, and I thought, like, I won. But then I started getting my wages garnished, and that sucked. They found you. That was 15% of my tra- – I remember when I moved back to Buffalo, I got a job – at the radio station I'd worked at prior and like something clicked in with New York state where they were like, all right, we're going to garnish 15% after taxes, every check. And I was like, Jesus. And so that sucked. And they did that for seven years. And then they just, they told, they actually sent me a check. This is how I found out that it stopped. They sent me a check where like, we took too much. Here's money back. And like I, I, I was like, they took too much. I still owe like twenty grand. How do they take too much? <laughs> you know, because I was doing the math on it, and uh, the interest is still going up and shit. And it turns out they can only legally take so much from your paycheck. <laughs> so now I've got them still like barking at, at me to come at, but they can't do anything. About they can't it. take <laughs> yeah, your money. Yeah, and now I live in California. You just have so a horrible credit score, so they can't take it. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, who cares? I, mean, <laughs> I was gonna have one of those anyway. You know? <laughs> It's liberating to have a horrible <laughs> credit score. You can just be like, cool, I have this credit card. Guess, guess who's not getting their money gap? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's already in the dumpster, bro. Dude, I, I've been, like, Kia has been trying to fuck me left and right the last, like, two mm-hmm. weeks. I had a lease of them for four years. Never missed a payment. I got a great credit score. So I go from, I want to, I have a, I'm taking my lease to a finance. So I go down to downtown Kia. I have to drive to fucking downtown. Yeah. So I get in there and I have a point with this guy and I'm sitting there for like 10 minutes and then he comes over and he basically just like, he didn't, we talked about a number over the phone. Yeah. And then he comes down and gives me like double what that number is. Yeah. Cause they found something else in there. We looked under the hood and yada, yada. Yeah. So finally, like he goes back. So it's, it's like out of a fucking movie. Like they, they, they all watch Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross and they keep going. He keeps going back and forth between the table he's sitting at with me and like the big office with all like the finance and and you know quote unquote the bank. Oh, all right, let me I check see. with the bank. You know, I see. I'm sorry. I thought he was trying to get you for like fucking repairs. deal or no deal. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. banker's coming with a number. No, no, yeah. no. I mean, it, no. That's basically <laughs> yeah, what it that's was. <laughs> that's basically what it was. Then finally, he sits down with me, and I go, <laughs> I go word for word. I go, listen, pal. 
I feel like I'm getting fucked here, all right? <laughs> because I had this car for four years, never missed a payment. My credit score is almost 800. You're giving me these numbers that don't mean anything. We talk about a number, and you're like, let me go to my manager. So then the manager comes over, and then finally he gives me a number that is, uh, is appropriate. Yeah. And then he goes, I'm like, all right, cool. And now what's, what's the interest rate? He's like, 6.9. I go, get the fuck out of here, Jesus. pal. I go, 6.9. And then I just pulled the number out of my head. I'm like, I'm like, average market price for used car is 3%. <laughs> you're giving me 6.9 it's more than double and he's like 3% who's, who's telling you 3% I go everyone's talking about it yeah. <laughs> I, go, you have, I go you haven't heard yeah that's hilarious <laughs> and he's like let me come back <laughs> he walks and I'm like Jesus Christ that worked did he give you 3 so he comes back he's like 3.4 final I'm like deal <laughs> wow that's good. And then I sign it, and he comes back. He goes, you know, average market price for used cars is five and a half. I go, oh, yeah, I guess not. <laughs> uh, dude, really I'm great. taking next time. If I ever have enough money to buy a car, I'm bringing you with me. <laughs> dude, but get this. So after that happened, I'm in the finance office, right? And I'm talking to Alvin, this fucking guy from, you know, whatever, Pasadena. Yeah. And he's like, you know, trying to like hook me up here. He's like, listen, he like, he goes through this whole big warranty of like what I'm capable of getting, like a new paint job. If anything, electrical goes down, your fucking airbag goes out, anything. I'm giving you this, all this stuff for an extra 48,000 miles for only $10 a month. So instead of 188 a month, you're going to be paying 198. How does that sound? I mean, it sounds fucking terrific. Thank you, man. Appreciate yeah. it. It's like, I got you. So we do the whole thing, but a beep, but a boop. I put a bunch of money down, right? I get my thing from Wells Fargo today because I have to go through them because of the low interest rate. Sure. So it's a Wells Fargo's auto thing. I get, I see like the total principal of my car, and it's like four, almost four grand more than what we talked about. Oh Jesus! So I call up Kia. It turns out this cocksucker fucking Alvin. I hope you're listening. Yeah. You probably aren't. He's he signed on a warranty that costs thirty three uh three thousand three hundred eighty nine dollars. So I'm talking to this other guy, and I'm like I'm like getting like really Tony Soprano. I'm like, I'm like, where is this three grand coming from? Where is this three grand? <clears throat> I go, we talked about 188 and a $10 a month, which would bring it to 198, which is my payment. Now, where's this 3,300? It's like, sir, 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 please calm down. I go, oh, I'm not calm because you're calm. And you know why you're not calm? Because this ain't your fucking money. Yeah. He's like, listen, listen. I go, listen, Bappy. This shit, and his actual name was Bappy. I'm like, listen, guy, this is fucking horrible. I go, where the fuck is Alvin? Oh, I don't know where he's. I'm like, you're covering for him. Where the fuck is Alvin? <laughs> he's like, listen, I don't know. I think he's going to come in either tomorrow or the day after that. Maybe like Thursday, Friday. I go, tomorrow's tomorrow. So, so Thursday. He's like, Thursday should be here, 12 o'clock. I go, what's his extension? And he's like, he kept like talking around the thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. He wasn't giving me his extension. I go, listen, probably Bappy. was Alvin. I go, listen, I've been, I've been very disrespectful. I apologize, but what's Alvin's extension? It's like, two, three, four. I go, that's all I need to know. I'll call him Thursday. <laughs> Have you talked to Alvin yet? This was today. So I'm calling that fucker Thursday. Thursday. Oh, yeah. I Dude, I cannot wait to. He's like, all right, well, you got to come in and you can take the warranty off. I go, oh, yeah. Like, it's that easy. How much can I charge me to take it off? He's like, well, yeah. why would we charge you? I go, because it's all about money, Bappy. I'm getting fucked by Kia. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, listen, we're not going to charge you for taking the warranty off. So I cannot wait to sit across from the decks of Alvin and be like, $10, you fucked me. Ten dollars a month, huh? Yeah. Ten thirty-three eighty nine, Alvin. What the fuck is that? Remember that horse shit you told Son me? Son of a bitch, you Alvin. Shit. Fucking piece of You're shit. You're lucky. You're lucky. It's like, so what? Do you, what language do you, do you speak? I'm like, I just speak English. You just speak English. Jesus, I'm from, I'm from Jersey. Yeah. What else am I speaking? Yeah. He's like, what do you speak? He's like, I speak Spanish, English, uh, Farsi, Arabic. Oh, that's the other thing out here. I mean, you gotta. They're asking people to be bilingual to work at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and I mean, I guess it works for a certain uh, faction of people because like, they speak Spanish and like some English, you know. Yeah. If the, if I have to speak 
Spanish as good as some of them speak English, I think I can get by. That's that's a <laughs> great point. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's even. Yeah. I know Grande. Yeah. I know Pequeño. I can do most of the numbers. Yeah. Most of the numbers. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Have you been to other countries? That Papas Fritas. I've been to a bunch. Yeah. I, I've been to Europe a couple times just for fun. I've never spoke anything other than English, though, with them, you know? But when you're there, are you respectful in a sense it's like i'm in your country but unfortunately i don't speak oh your i language, try yeah, you know so. I, uh, in france you're like we you know you try to bonjour all that crap uh i try my best you know but then they come at you they're like all right man don't even bother you know like i heard french people as soon as they can tell you don't speak french they they don't they care. just go right into english yeah yeah that's exactly what happened and I, in fact i kept like going like i said to my buddy i'm like dude i can't remember what thank you is in french you know because i took spanish my whole life and then i'm like going to france we had just come from spain Spanish-speaking places, and now we're in another one, and I'm like, gracias. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> what's the French one, dude? And then the guy would just be like, you're welcome. And then he would just <laughs> give me the thing. <laughs> so it was fine. Amsterdam, no one spoke Dutch. I mean, everyone kept yeah. speaking English to you. So How was Amsterdam? The best. Okay, I'm going back in October. I can't wait. Did you go to the uh, Red Line District? I did not do that. Um, I was at the time, it was 2008, and I just was like a pussy. I don't know why I didn't go. Are you going this time? I might do it. We'll see how, t- what, how uh, time time is like in terms of like time spent there. I'd Fair be too enough. much of a pussy. I mean, like, I wouldn't I'm do that to be begin with. Like a sh- I'm doing a show there, actually, so I don't know how long oh, it's like going to be. If That's I'm cool. there that night after and I have like a room and stuff, I'll, I'll definitely. Is that going to be your first show overseas? Um, well, I'm doing a whole run on that thing, so that'll be like in line with a bunch, which all of them will be my first. You know, yeah, okay, it'll be your first time doing shows out of America. Yeah, just yeah, not yeah. that one. That one won't be the first one. I think it starts in like Germany or some shit. Germany. So that's sick. Dude. It'll be wild. Yeah, I don't even know how they're gonna. It's gonna be weird. I actually just got my passport. Yeah, I'm a late How long did it take you? Because I I had a passport at lapsed. Now I have to get another one. Yeah, me out. too. Um, it took four weeks, I think. Okay, I better get on it. So yeah, don't because if you yeah. if you do a rush, yeah, it's, expedited. It's, so yeah, an expedited. I think mine costs like two fifty. Okay. If you do a, a expedited, it's like, it's like five. Okay, they have like so I'm willing to pay for two hundred fifty dollars to get a passport. It's very expensive. Yeah. I think it's slightly less if you're renewing. Yeah, I I lost mine though. Oh uh, okay. So that's mine why expired. I think I have to start over. I had it to expired wait, and I have to, and I lost it. So I had to I had to wait outside a Van Nuys post office for. Like four hours. And do you have a California license? Yes. Fuck. Okay. I don't. I but I don't think that, I don't think you need. I don't to, think it matters, right? No. I mean, I have a valid license. As long so. as it's valid. Yeah. What if it's suspended? It doesn't work. I don't think. Interesting. That's kind of fucked up. Because you, if it's suspended. No, I think it's still valid if it's suspended. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> suspended, oh, yeah. not expired. Suspended. Yeah. Because you can still use like, that as identification. Yeah, that's that's what. Yeah, I you're just not allowed to drive. Yeah. No, oh no, totally. You're you're totally fine. What's your license suspended for? It Being might blind. be suspended because I there's a thing in New York State called a driver, but I just got a paper. My dad just got a paper at his house today for it. There's a thing in New York State called driver responsibility, whatever. And I had so many like tickets and blah 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 that like I have to pay this quarterly fine or whatever for until they deem it paid or whatever. I forget the balances. I have it on my phone. It's like five hundred, five hundred to six hundred bucks, and I can make installments basically quarterly, like fifty bucks. Yeah. So I was always paying the minimum thing, and then when I moved out here and I don't drive, I was like, I'm not paying that fucking thing. Mm-hmm. So it, I think it just lapsed, and I think they suspended if you don't pay it. But my dad just got a paper today that makes me believe it's not suspended because they wouldn't just send 
the paper and be like, "Hey, can you pay this?" If it's suspended, yeah, yeah I don't know. They'd tell me it was suspended. I would just I would just call ahead of time because yeah, if you wait in that line and you get up there and it doesn't work out, you're gonna you don't want to shoot yourself. So you gotta go to the DMV. I can ask you all this later, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, riveting. That's the thing I don't even know where to go. Like I don't know what office you go to to get a passport. Is it the DMV? Is it Social Security? No, office? so it's like um, you have to go to a post office. Oh, okay. I, I went to the Van Nuys one. So there's only like three or four. There's one on Sunset. Or uh, yeah, but I don't think all of them do it. I see. Not to mention, I I guarantee the wait for the one on Sunset is going to be 18 hours. Yeah, the one on Vermont I meant past Sunset. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Not sure. So the, the lines for the DMVs out here are outrageous. I'd imagine. There's too many fucking Everyone people. Everyone drives. I, too many people. I tried to set up an appointment because if you go, you have to wait four hours. Yeah. So I tried to set up an appointment online. The nearest appointment I could get was three months away. That's amazing. Jesus. I remember saying that about DMVs. Like in Buffalo, you go DMV is like nothing. Some of them don't even have lines. They're so just the only person in there. And I remember being like, what's the, all these DMV jokes? I don't get it. And they're like, someone's <laughs> like, you live in Buffalo, dude. It's not fucking New York City or something. Now, do you do you still drive? I am have a license to. I haven't driven a car in two years. Okay, that's that's probably for yeah. the best. No, right? I mean probably. Yeah, I could probably. <laughs> do. I don't want to do it around here. There's too many. It's too much shit around here. At home, it's like there's no no cars. You know, no other cars on the road. It's awesome. Yeah, I used to really enjoy driving. Actually, yeah, me too. I but miss it. When I was home, I had this like nice, like not nice, but it was just like an old beat up truck. But I just yeah, loved it. Was, it. It was not nice. It was not nice. <laughs> but I just, I just loved it. It was a um, Ford F one fifty ninety six. That's dope. It was, it, dude. It had like, a, it had two gas tanks, so I could drive. I went to school in Vermont, so it was like three hundred miles or so. Yeah. So I could just fill up both gas tanks. I could be driving, and as soon as it got to empty, I literally would just switch the thing. It said rear or front. Oh, that's and awesome. I would, just, I would just switch rear, and then all of a sudden, the needle would pick up the <coughs> rear gas tank, and i get back to full. That's so dope. I can drive all the way there without stopping off. That's sweet. It was a sick truck. I mean, me and, me and Pat had a lot of good stories. We some good times. So we worked for the uh, Department of Public Works in between uh, um, college years yeah, like, yeah. during the summers, because his uncle was a boss there. That's a cool job. It was, it was, it was so much fun. Yeah. We just like like laying asphalt with these fucking hooligans, just these characters. And my um, buddy did that like the parks part. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's there's parks, sanitation, shade tree, and then uh, road department. Nice. And we were the road department, and just fucking characters. Oh, I bet. And after that, we would have we would like do like a hauling and like landscaping, um, like company basically. Yeah, yeah. Like using my truck, and we used to like go. So we used to use this guy's. So his name is Fred Daly, and he had a, a business called Daly Landscaping. And we'd go to this huge industrial-sized plant that had, like, mulch, uh, gravel. You, you like, big, like, you know, commercial-sized trucks would dump off their shit. Yeah. So you, you had to have a business to be there. Yeah. And right. people were coming yeah. in with, like, dump trucks, getting yeah. them filled with well, mulch. Like, yeah. like yards and yards. And we're, we're coming in with a fucking Ford F-150. That's, like, <laughs> every time we go over, like, a bump, it's like... <laughs> would they let you <laughs> use your... I mean, they let you use your truck, obviously. Would they pay you for it to use your truck? Well, so they wouldn't. I wouldn't actually use, work for his company. So ah. I, I would. We would go this there. This was outside of the DPW. I this was on our own time. Yeah. So we would. So Pat and I would go to the thing, and he's like, he's like, listen, just use my name, but pay cash. And I'm like, all right, Fred. So he's like, it's like six foot five guy, like three forty, like a gorilla, forearms, like like fourteen inch forearms, but just like a big friendly giant. Yeah. So we'd go into this thing and be like, uh, yeah, three tons, uh, three yards, black dye, mulch. He's like, you paying cash? And it was just this like fat Spanish. Dude, they just had a fan and like ate, <laughs> ate, ate those push pops all day. Yeah, that's great. And like we we get like three ton three yards of mulch, and we'd have to go on twenty four, which is like a 
just like regular highway. Yeah. And because of the weight, I basically had like a fucking low rider. Yeah. So we're going like 40 on like a major highway with like three yards of mulch. And then we would show <laughs> just up. a tarp over it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. Mulch like flying out. Yeah. yeah. And then we, we'd show up, you know, mulch someone's lawn. And then one time we did this one lady who was like super nice. And so we, we do her yard. And we, we charge like a pretty competitive price. Right. But obviously very cheap, you know. And... We get paid, we leave, and then Pat <laughs> texts me. He goes, "Hey, we um, we pulled the wrong stuff in her yard." I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "We pulled her plants <laughs> and not the weeds." I'm like, "Listen, dude, we did her a fucking favor, right? Because <laughs> the shit we were pulling looked like we like no, no, she planted those like six months ago. They were oh, just starting so to blossom." Funny. Did she freak out? And she's she's the nicest lady ever. She definitely freaked out, but like didn't. Let us know that she did. Well, no, she asked for Pat to come back, but not me. Yeah. I'm, like, there, I'm, not, I'm not the problem. There yeah, had yeah, been yeah. success That's in my pre- truck. Well, here's the thing: is there had been success in previous years when I'd done it by myself, and the one year Vinny shows up, we pull up all our plans. No, I think it was the second year with me. It might have been. <laughs> Fucking bitch. No, she's a nice lady. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did a bunch of odd jobs. What part of Jersey was this? Uh, was North it? Jersey by oh, Newark. Cool. And then we had this one plan. That uh, it's like we were watching a lot of Sopranos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, we, we were at this point we were getting fucked by the township. Like yeah. we were supposed to get this twenty-five cent raise for a second cents. summer, and they weren't giving it to us. So we had, we had so a, we were we were very we upset. We had a meeting yeah. with like the head of the fucking the the town public. commissioner. Yeah, you're gonna break Christie's kneecaps. Yeah. yeah. So we're like, we finally got our twenty-five cents, but we, were, we just like had a sour taste in our mouth and the whole thing. So there was this thing called a nursery, and it was like deep into the township, like hidden, where they hid Belgian block. Brick, mulch, um, trees haven't been planted yet, but like they're kind of like you know, like basically you know, nursing them. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was basically a huge like reserve for materials, and we were getting all pissed off. And I go, Pat, dude, fuck these guys, they're fucking us. I say we take my truck, we sneak in. I know they don't unlock it. We go to the nursery, we hack, we hack some some Belgian block, some red brick. My uncle knows a guy who gives five bucks for Belgian block, <laughs> three dollars for a red brick. And he's like, really? I'm like, dude, we can do like two, three loads. Make an easy 200 bucks a piece. Like, let's fucking do it. That's so when we, we get into my truck, we're driving out, we're all getting all fucking pumped up and shit. We're like, fuck these guys. 25 cents? Really? We got to get a fucking meeting break bread for 25 cents? Fuck you. So we drive there. And of course, the one night we, we, uh, we get there, the fence is locked. Uh. So we try hopping the fence. I hop over. No, Pat hops over. Success. I hop over, cut my fucking hand open on the fence. Mm. So we call it, we do like, fuck it, whatever. So then we do our second heist of the, the summer, which is we just sign up for free memberships at gym <laughs> and never pay. So we didn't pay for a membership the whole time. So we hop the fence, I like, cut my hand, and I'm like, fuck, let's go to the JCC. <laughs> <laughs> so we just walk in to the JCC. Guy's got a fucking yarmulke at the desk. Vinny Falcon and Pack look, yo, yeah, free membership. Shalom. You know? <laughs> I always try to do the free membership thing, but they'd always get me for like a 12 months thing beyond it. Like if you did the free membership, they somehow they'd job you out of yeah, they, 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 they've caught on. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we went to the same gym for three summers without paying for it. We paid for it one summer. Yeah. And then we just got to know the guys at the desk really well ah. to the point where we didn't have to scan our cards. We That's walked great. in. We were just like, hey, how you doing? It was beautiful. We'd walk in. Everyone knew us. They'd give a nod. We'd give a nod. And we just walked through. That's great. And the best was one time I was walking through and there was a new guy. And I, I just... There was a I, new lady, I think, right? It was a new guy. New guy. It was a new guy. 
And I walk in, and I give like the guys I know a head nod, and the new guy goes, oh, sir, you didn't scan your... And then before he can finish his sentence, the guy held his arm and goes, he's fine. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, like, no, they're good. That's there was great. one lady there working for a while who was getting a little antsy, oh, too. Really? It was like, hey, you guys got to sign in. It was like, oh, no. <laughs> That's great. I just, at the subway, sometimes I just hop the turnstile, even if I have swipes on my car. Oh, fuck I yeah. I just like, don't want to pay gonna, for it. I mean, who, when's the last time someone got arrested for turnstile hopping? I've seen them scan in the subways here, but... And New York, they don't give a shit at all. Yeah. Yeah. I remember being in New York just this last time, and I saw two guys just hop it, and I'm, like, standing there, like, talking to the woman, and she's just watching them do it, like the woman in the booth. <laughs> and I'm like, are you going to... And she's like, I don't fucking care. You know what I mean? <laughs> just but here in L.A., they give a shit more. Like, the cops sometimes chill there, and then they, like, give you a ticket or whatever. Well, it's funny you say That's that. what makes it more fun, by the way. Exactly. Like, I, t- I took a subway here. Yeah. And, like, in New York, I would do it sometimes. Because sometimes with the Metro cards... If you swipe it, like for somebody, they go through and then you swipe it. Oh, yeah. You can pass it back. Yeah. So, but sometimes in New York, it just like wouldn't register. And it's mm-hmm. like, I have money on my thing. So I would yeah. just hop over. So the same thing happened here in LA. I was with, like a bunch of my friends and like I bought a pass and I, I gave it to them. Like, you know, just swipe it and pass it back. Yeah, like digital here. So they fuck you. Yeah. So then we, I couldn't get through. So I just hopped it and everyone freaked out. Vinny, you can't hop the I'm like, but I have money on my car. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. If, I, if a cop, I would just tell him I have money on the car. It's not working. I had that happen where I swiped it and it didn't tell me if I can go through. And then I swiped it again and I realized that it was allowing me, but it didn't display it. And then I was like, motherfucker, and I jumped it, and the cop said something, I go, dude, I go look at the tape. <laughs> I swiped one. I fucking got my pet. And he, he's like, let me see your card. And then he, like, scanned it in his thing. He's like, okay, it says you just did, so he let me, like, go. But I was ready to, like, freak out on him. That's crazy. Take his that... gun. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, who are these kids, like, freaking out? You can't hop the turnstile. You just did. LA's weird because I also saw people, like, they have that, like, fire door, you know, like, you open the, like, gate to get out. Yeah. And I've used that too, where I've just like let the crowd of people go out and then I just kind of like sidle through it. And I remember one guy going out of it. I was about to play that game and a guy come out of it and just like close it behind him and like look around like he was doing a, like a civil service or something by shutting it. Like, fuck you, dude. Get out of the way. You're supposed to push it open and walk through it and let whatever happens happen. Yeah, you know? exactly. You don't, you don't turn around and shut it. Like a fucking, like it's a gate to a home. <laughs> like you're the fucking hall monitor. Yeah, that was so, I remember that guy just being so proud of himself. I was ready to fucking punch him. Oh, what a piece of shit. Yeah, he was a real piece of shit. Take my name off the uh, 10 o'clock. It's probably a blessing in disguise. Yeah. <laughs> Here, we, uh, you know, we did something with Bruno on one podcast. I would I, I would love to do with you. Yeah. We talked about. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Who your f- favorite comedian is. Mm-hmm. Uh, your favorite ste- uh, special or album. Okay. Um, the comedian that got you into doing comedy. Okay. And then your favorite bit. Was that it, right? Yeah, so it was, uh, let's see, favorite comic, and then comedian that got you into comedy, favorite joke, and favorite special, right? That's what you said? Yeah, special yeah. or album. Yeah, yeah. Special. Well, I'm afraid my answer will probably be the same for a lot of these. That's fine. That's um, fine, yeah. So it's a weird one. My favorite stand-up is David Spade. Really? And I know he has a new show right now, huh. but uh, his special Take the Hit is like the only special I could recite jokes from. Really? Other than like Tom's, I guess, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like people I've worked with mm-hmm. and saw it like made, I guess. But um, yeah, that's the only like special I watched for enjoyment that I, I, can, I guess I can quote like a Nick Swardson special too. And like Dane Cook, I think too. But mm-hmm. yeah, Take the Hit by David Spade. It's on HBO still. It's from like 1997. Um, it's my. Oh, favorite. I think I know that that one. Yeah, it's my favorite 
special of all time. He does like a joke about uh like buying weed from like a shitty weed dealer who has like a tarantula and shit, you know, like <laughs> those types of weed dealers, you know, and he like always wants to get the spider stoned. <laughs> he's like he always would like give him free weed if he let the spider crawl on him <laughs> and he'd be like <laughs> just the way he does it is so I'm not even going to attempt to do it because I couldn't possibly do it as good as him but uh, uh, yeah what was like I'm forgetting the other one so that would cover my favorite comic the guy who got me into comedy mm-hmm. probably yeah and uh, I guess my favorite comic would be like Bill Burr or Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so I mean, I don't know which one I have left. So Comic Burr or, yeah. or CK. Yeah, Special is Take the Hit. Yeah. It's and then, on HBO still to this day. And then, But like, did David Spade get you into comedy thing, like <coughs> seeing that album or seeing that special? Yeah, no, that's the thing, like watching that special and I think probably like watching Dane Cook and stuff. I don't really yeah. know. I mean, I wasn't doing comedy till. 2008 and I remember like watching how old are you then when did you start 22 okay yeah and I remember watching stand up at the at the club of his comics cafe at the time there was like a shitty shitty road club uh in Tonawanda New York that I'd go watch and then I like was working on radio so I made friends with the comics that were working there that were like local and because they would come in and do radio and stuff so I would hang out with them and I remember my buddy Matt Bergman he's like one of my best friends now he goes why don't you do stand up and I was like I, I've thought about it a billion times, you know, I just don't know how someone does that, you know, they're like, well, you go to open mics, et cetera. So he like showed me where the open mic was and everything. So I guess he got me into comedy fit like literally, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it just kind of, I was writing for the radio. I was on the radio. The comics thought I was funny and they were like, why aren't you doing this? And mm-hmm. I was like, I always wanted to, you know? So I saw Jim Carrey as a kid. I guess he like, but he has no yeah. influence on me at all. But I remember him being like my idol when I was like a child. Yeah, you know, it was in all those movies you saw. You of know? course, yeah. Nineteen ninety four. I was eight years old. It was like he was a god. You know, it's funny how many actors started doing comedy, and then once they started acting, they just never did it again. Yeah, I mean, he started with comedy technically, and then you know he doesn't really do stand up because he was always just doing like impressions and shit. Yeah, and, like. Now he's like evolved beyond that. He doesn't need. He was using it as a thing to move forward. You know. I mean, even Robin Williams, who is you know obviously brilliant. Yeah. I think he only did one special. He did some later stuff too, and he was doing. He was always kind of just doing stand up. But he was again another. He wasn't like a guy that was like writing jokes. You know, he was like a guy that was like using the energy of the room. Yeah, riffing he and yeah, he had using like, other people's material. I think he had like five <laughs> or six specials, but like one was super old and one was like in the 90s for like mm-hmm. whatever that charity was, uh, Comic Relief, and then he did one like right before he died. Yeah, I remember that one. But yeah, so he kind of did them all the way along. But There's the, the, the one right before he died and then the, I think the one before that was the whole bit about golf yeah, and like how it was created. I'm so bad at like comedy specials <laughs> i'm not gonna <laughs> lie like i'm really bad at them so do you have like a favorite joke then or do you not because the you one about the oh yeah yeah the one about the um the drug dealer. the drug dealer that oh that's your favorite okay, cool. yeah there's that and then he has like um just some of the like, he just does sound effects that make mm-hmm. me laugh he just makes me giggle every time like and he he did with his like hollywood minute and all that shit and like i'm sure i haven't watched it. the new show just started on monday uh and from what i've seen of it i've laughed at the clips, you know, so I'm excited to see. I've never seen him do stand up. I've seen him like not even videos of it. I've seen him twice. I see. Well, I watched that one special. I think it's on HBO Go. Yeah, yeah. And then I've seen him. I think two, maybe three times at the store. Yeah, he's at the store a bunch. I, I would love to see him like now. I don't get to see him like 
in current day very often. I've never seen him at the store. I've never been there at the same time. So, but now, I know he's there. He's going up all the time. Now, is getting into the store a priority for you? I mean, it's a priority in terms of like it's something that I would like to do. But uh, I mean, I know the process and the line and. So it's not something I'm dwelling on. Like, I'm not going to, like, be a door guy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I'm not going to, like, submerge my life to go do that. And I hope, like, the route that I'm taking one day, they'll invite me to, to perform there. I've been lucky enough to do, like, a few sets there mm-hmm. on people's shows. Like, I get to do Sam's show once in a while. Oh, that's cool. Comedy Chaos? Yeah. And Triple then, um Yeah. And okay. then I've done – well, Christina did a show in the main room one time. And she had me do that, and that was another time that I went up and I did Skylar Stone show. I forget what that one's called, but so yeah, I mean, like it's every now and then I'm getting lucky and doing some spots, and <coughs> I'm hanging out there. I'm probably gonna go hang out there after this concludes. And um, you Maybe know, we'll I would love to have my fucking name on that wall, you know, someday. Yeah, but it's yeah. like uh, I'm also not like I deserve to have my, you know what I mean? Like I know, like I have to wait in line and. It's going to take yeah. a minute. But I, I, I kind of feel about like the way that you do is I would like to, I would love to be a paid regular at the comedy store. That's yeah. like my goal is my career, but, or, you know, one of them. Yeah. But I don't want to do it as, as like the, okay, I'm going to be, I have to hang out there for a year and a half just yeah, yeah, every, yeah. every night. And then I get to in, be invited to be a door guy. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, they, I did that at a club already. I hung out there every day, you know, I got up guest sets whatever i could you know and it wasn't even a club like a showcase club is like the helium that. yeah it was just like weekends they had shows and then they'd have showcases for locals and an open mic during the week so you'd just pray that like god can i get an mc weekend you know or can i get a fucking guest set when you know whoever's in town you know you just scratch scratch and claw for your sets you know and you just spend every fucking night there and uh it's hard to do that at the store you know yeah yeah i mean i would I would love to work for like the store, the improv. My problem is, dude, I just, I don't know, I just, I'm not good at talking to people that I don't know. Yeah. Like once I, once I know you, then I, I can fucking talk forever. But I just feel really weird hanging out at the store. Yeah. And like talking to a door guy. Cause although like I really am not the kind of person that would ever use somebody, like I, I would never become friends with somebody. Right. Just to just get to, something out of them. Yeah. Like, you know, I knew this one, I know this one kid, I won't say who he is. His family has billions of dollars. Yeah. And I could easily like make an effort to like, could have made an effort to hang out. And I just didn't ever got along with him. Yeah, so no. my point is, I'm not like the guy to like try to like befriend somebody to get something. Right. But I feel whenever I talk to a door guy, they may feel like uh, this that's guy, how you're coming off. This guy's just trying to fucking. Well, yeah, and I also feel like not only that, it's tough because I feel like if I was a door guy, I'd be like, "Oh, this fucking guy thinks he can just waltz in here." You know what I'm saying? So I respect the fact that like it's not it's not my place yet. I've been invited to like hang out more and more. I've been invited to hang out and like do sets once in a while. Um, but I only go when I'm invited. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it's not my, like, I'm not yeah. walking in there being like, what's up, comics? You know, like, mm-hmm. it wasn't my place to do that. I feel like that's helped me get the things that I have gotten there. And same with the improv. Um, at the same time, it hurts. You want to be invited all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You want, I want to hang out there and it, for it to be my home also. But I know the parameters of all this. And it's like, I found that, I guess, in the fourth wall for now, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, a place where I can just go shoot the shit and hang out. Yeah. And, like, uh, the store's not a place you want to get out of pocket. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
there's real fucking people there. You don't want to be like out of turn and ever have <coughs> anybody there think of you negatively. Yeah, you don't want to rub someone the wrong way at yeah, the store. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like again, I'll go when I'm invited, and so you are you invited it. tonight? I am actually. I have to actually just meet with somebody there, and then that's it. Can you say who? Uh, George Perez. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's sick. Mm-hmm. So you you're just like, uh, are you doing a set, or are you just gonna no? I talk? Uh, I have to meet with them to. Give him something actually, but oh, yeah, sounds kind of a uh, mafia related. It isn't. It's so innocent. It, sound, but it's it sounds like, very. It's just I owe him some money. <laughs> 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 From he let me he lent me some money and I just have to give it back to him. So he's like, I'm gonna be at the store and I come by and we'll have some beers and stuff. So I'm like, okay. We actually so our buddy's Augustino. If you know him, Florida. yeah. So <clears throat> me, Pat, and him did a uh, uh, a gig at this like rehab house in Beverly Hills. Mm. So after that, he's like, hey, you guys want to head to the store and just hang out? I'm like, oh, sure, fuck it. So we go to the store, and since he knows a bunch of the paid regulars, he's allowed in that paid regular patio area. So he's like, yeah, you want to go to the paid regular area? We're like, fuck yeah. And I just, I, first of all, I just feel so uncomfortable. I don't even like Oh, you're it. talking about the back part? Yeah, yeah the back I don't, I don't even. I don't even feel comfortable making eye contact with yeah. like, the bartender. I'm like, I know I don't be here. I shouldn't be here, but, you know, I'm not going to say no. So we're back there, and I think, I think it was George Perez back there, wasn't it? Yeah, I think he was back there. He was back there, <clears throat> some other people, and it was just like very, very minor. And I think George Perez took out the joint and like, like you know, lit it up, and mm-hmm. we were passing around. And I'm like, ah, well, yeah, I guess I'll take one hit. And then all of a sudden, all we, we see uh, Ron White come in, and he goes like, mm. "You guys doing drugs back here?" <laughs> and we're like, "Holy shit, fucking yeah, Ron it's White!" Wild, right? Then he sits down, and he's like, "Pass that fucking weed." So then we just all just start. Passing this joint, and I'm like, I cannot believe this is happening. Yeah, it's wild. And then one of the door guys comes back and he like goes to Augustino's like, hey, we, you know, we've heard there's some non-paid regulars back here, i.e., that guy and that guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. you know. No, he didn't actually say. Yeah, that. but oh. it was very obvious. He was like, like, hey, uh, paid regulars only tonight. Because then Augustine, we wow. left, and Augustine was like, just you know, there was like more paid regulars. There were more people that weren't paid regulars. That, yeah, 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 They were hanging out there, and I'm like, dude, I'm not mad at all. Like, totally, I'll get the, I'll fuck yeah, off. Yeah, no, totally. Immediately, I always am like, am I in the way? You know. <laughs> so. But why do you, why do you think the comedy store has that aura? Well, that, it didn't always. Be, I mean, it's because it is such a, a place that like was a dump like a decade and a half ago or whatever, and so the people that like soldiered through that deserve the immense success that it has now, you know, and gets and they get to like reap the benefits of that. Yeah, and like you know we I mean? don't just get to walk in. Yeah, now that oh, I just I, have I, the store. Right yeah. now that we're just Johnny come lately, <laughs> and we want to be a part of something that's turned out to be the best club in America or in the world. In the world, yeah. Uh, you know. We weren't there when it was just a ghost town. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. like you lose some of that clout. And um, at the same time, there are people that weren't there during that time, but they've found success and respect in other capacities in the business. So yeah. then they're invited to come there, Ex- you yeah. know, just like we were saying before. So, you know, I'm not at that point. So I'm, I'll take my small invites here and there and go when I can, uh, you know, at some point, though, you hope that you ascend to a level where it's like open invite. You know, you get your name on the fucking yeah. wall. You're hanging out here. You know, the whole thing. <laughs> That's a dream. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, should we hit him with the uh, Pat yeah. and Vinny? Here's your little oh, segment yeah, yeah, we yeah. call Pat, Pat or Vinny. Okay. Uh, we're going to read you five questions, one and at a time, say, obviously. Like, which one of you do? Yeah, who it pertains to. Okay. So, which one of us drives the shittier car? Well, I figured you just said you don't have a car. I do have a car. 
Oh, so I'm going to say Pat. <laughs> yes, it, it <laughs> yeah, is a yeah. piece of shit. Now, because <laughs> you were like, I hope I can buy a car. You said earlier. Yes, I, like a that. different one. So <laughs> it's, it's not that it's not that you look at Pat and think. No, must he, be a he alluded car. to something Got earlier okay. that made okay, me think fair that you have a nicer car than him. Yeah, because you had my, the Kia situation. I mean, you guys gave me clues earlier. Yeah, this is true. My yeah. car's like twelve years old and is. Not in good. It has some dents. Some yeah. You're de- dealing with service people and like yeah, loans yeah. and percentages. And he's like, I can't wait to buy a car. And I thought that it, yeah. You know, it, it, it looks like he like t- took it to a BYOBC, like bring your own bumper car. Yeah. And just fucking oh good. really? Oh, it's, it's not, not good. Shit. All dinged up. That's fine. My car's also yeah. Good. But it's fine. I mean, it, yeah. if it's a A to B, it's <laughs> all good. which one of us was a college athlete for a year? I'm gonna say Pat. Incorrect, Vinny. I. That was my first guess, but I thought maybe you were second guess like, yourself. Well, yeah, to I thought, to like, throw you. here's what I thought was going to happen. I thought the obvious choice was maybe you. I'm not, that's not a slight. It's okay. Because I thought, I thought that was the case. And then I was going to be <laughs> duped. You know what I mean? And you were going to be like, I was the college athlete and I miss it. So that's why I've, I've let myself mm-hmm. go to this point. It makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I had all this math happen <laughs> as I figured it out. Trust so your you instincts. Play? Yeah. I, pl- I played rugby. Oh, that's wild. Okay. I drank beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't graduate. <laughs> uh, yeah, same. Which one of us once told the student loan office that they'd be better off going to a loan shark for their student loans? Sounds like Vinny. That was Vinny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. After that phone conversation. <laughs> oh, dude, it was great. I got a letter from the mail and it showed me what I paid to the principal and what I paid in interest. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. So I call him up and I'm like, listen, I got a question for you later. Yeah, how can I help you? What's the difference between me getting a loan at you and then calling Tony Soprano and getting loan shark for this fucking loan? She goes, what do you mean? I go, I go. have you looked at what I'm paying towards the principal? Nothing. It's all interest. Yeah. That's how Are you going to break my legs if you don't pay? She's like, listen, I got student loans too, man. I'm not, I'm not the fucking owner of this place. Yeah, and what you learn is there's no debtor's jail. Yeah, true. But that's funny. I, uh, I feel like your Kia experience, it foreshadowed the answer to yes, that question. Yes, it did, yeah. Yeah. Which one of us, to this day, is convinced that, for the most part, only poor people get STDs? I think I'm going to say Vinny again. That one's me. <laughs> really? Yeah. But you're poor now. You were talking about <laughs> he, poor He has chlamydia. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> is that where you came to that conclusion? No, no. It was, uh, so we had this conversation one time. Vinny called me up <laughs> in college, and he's like, you know, like, I slept with this this girl last night and you're like I didn't wrap it up and like I didn't really know her like dude I'm really worried it's like you know she left her business card on the on my desk I was like dude business card there's no way this girl has an STD she's yeah. got a business card I go, yeah she, she, she could have blasted in her and she yeah. probably like got a plan B on the right I'm like home. yeah she's going to law school oh God, law school dude she's call fine. me yeah, she's fine. call me on something important dude, Jesus. only 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 poors again poors and, and celebrities for a whore yeah. I mean like she could be a businesswoman who's just like a real Tasmanian devil yeah, that that is true. But, case, it, but my thing was like how many people did you go to college with yeah like I, I was in Greek life in college. I knew like three people that had STDs, and everyone was fucking. True. Some of the times I look back on the girls I slept with where I didn't get an STD, and I go, "That's when I should have got an STD." With. Yeah, and but you I didn't. Think like, yeah, so probably I, wasn't poor enough. My odds are pretty good. I always think like, "Really, girls pretty into." I mean, yeah, I parents probably had a good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so this last one, this is like a, a mix and match. Which one of us likes to come into tissues, and which one of us likes to come into our own boxers? Oh boy! When we masturbate, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tissues. I, uh, I'm not a tissue guy. Let's see who would like the tissues. 
Walk us boxers. through your, your I'm trying. Your yeah, I don't know the. It's just all guttural at this point because I really don't know this one. I don't have any um, insight into who is who. I'm trying to think which one I'm getting like tissue vibes from. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, Vinny seems like a neat freak guy. I'm gonna say he's the tissues. Incorrect. Ah. I am tissues. But to be fair, I have come boxers. Okay, so well, I, that's I, a different thing. Like I, I guess boxers. we should have specified yeah. that. Like you have bo- a I think that's mas- worse. That's almost more clean sounding. I, how like the way you make it sound is like because he has a specific masturbation boxers, and there are, there's like four or five of them. Okay, so yeah, but like mine a, just go are, away at the end. Tissues. The thing I hate about tissues in particular it sticks to the penis. Yes, it and they're too the frail, penis. and you get little clumps. It's like when you're shaving. I don't know. Yeah. See, see here, here, I double it's up like, it's the like tissue. Like, and sperm and tissues don't go well. They don't no, go no, well. No, it's like wiping peanut butter up with a tissue. Yeah, it's like going to a restaurant wearing black pants and they give you a, a white. If you napkin. had, if you said bounty. Something or other, I would be like, okay, like a bounty. I've like done paper towels, but it's too rough. Off. But it's too rough. It's too here's rough. The, here's the thing with you: you double up on the <laughs> tissue, and you don't like you. You just kind of angle it so it's going to shoot into the tissue. Not yeah, like but, right, you know, you're not holding the oh, tissue so you're over like it. Using it as like a launch pad, yeah. or like a landing <laughs> zone, and then I fold and I dab. Yeah, Man, the, that's the, so. What the last thing I want to do is it hit something while I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to aim. That's the thing. Like, yeah. I'm a boxer guy also. I'm Thank you. very much I don't give a shit about where my cum goes. Ah, that disgusts you're, you're me. turning you're adding an NFL combine event into your ejaculation. I like a little a little action, you know, a little Out risk. Of all the bodily fl- fluids cum is my like the one I could just be like whatever. Oh, I'm the least affected yeah, by girls cum. Put it in their uh, face. I I oh, find God. it very they disgusting. Put it in their mouth and they eat it. Like we can just deal with it on our body. Oh, it's Ugh, God easy. Damn. So st- easy. Ugh. I like I rank the I rank the fluids like this. It's like the worst one is shit probably. Yeah. Then piss. I'm gonna put drool up at three. Drool? Okay. Not not Do snot. Not like drool. Not snot. Really? Snot's fourth because you can control it better. Mm. Like, you can control drool, but I'm saying, like, if you wake up and there's, like, a on your pillow, I'm just, like, so fucking disgusted. Yeah. I don't know why. But snot, yeah, snot's, like, more internal. If it's outside of you, it's a danger time. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's not happening every day. Uh, blood. Mm. And then cum. Cum? Okay. I can't think. Did I meet, miss anything? I guess I think wax is I think it even, yeah. That's not really a fluid. No. Yeah, shit for me is the most volatile. Yeah. Yeah, it's disgusting. I can't stand shit, yeah, or piss. It's it's shocking that we still in this modern day of it, modern day with technology and everything that we're still using porta johns. I mean, uh, are it's, we? A, it's a shit, dude. There are porta concert. Yeah, but I mean, they're they're used people are qu- people quite, are shitting in there quite frequently. People right. are really shitting in there. Fucked up and stuff, but dude, uh, I, there's I work at Malibu. It but it's like, what else are they gonna do? Are they gonna shit outside? Every once in a while, like I, it's happened a couple of times. So like I, just, I couldn't hold it anymore. Oh, never, never. I'll get co- fucking colon cancer before I take a shit there. <laughs> well, <laughs> it wasn't colon cancer I was worried about. It was shitting in my pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh dude, <laughs> listen, w- wouldn't be the first, won't be the last. I've shat like in a bush before. I. It was not my finest moment, and I hated every second of it. The high school baseball coach cut my little brother. He ob- objectively. Tommy is a great baseball player. Mm-hmm. He should have made the team, but he cut him. It was politics. So me, my two other buddies, I want to end their names for incrimination purposes. <laughs> we snuck onto the high school baseball field and took a shit. That's funny. I shit on the home plate. My buddy shit on the pitcher's mound, and my other buddy shit in the third base. <laughs> like, you don't fuck with the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> Send him a message. 
<laughs> that's funny. Well, dude, this, this has been a one? fucking this has been yeah, a blast. Dude. Last one. Thanks so much. No problem. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Man. Do uh do a quick plug of the uh, social media that because that's also where, sure. yeah, yeah. where your dates are. I'm gonna be uh, well, I, I'm on Instagram. I'm uh, at Josh underscore Potter, and then on Twitter at J underscore Potter, and I'm gonna be at the Ice House on Friday. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> Instagram Pat underscore Calicchio C O L I C C. H-I-O. Uh, Twitter, just Pat Colicchio. And then I'm going to be at Flappers on Thursday night. Uh, comedy Store on August 12th with Vinny. Oh. And then the Haha on the 27th. My Instagram is on the uh, podcast app. <laughs> it's been there for a while. I still have no new followers. Uh, Twitter is uh, Vinny underscore Falcone. I'll be at the Comedy Store with Pat on the 12th. Guys, thanks so much for listening and girls. Uh, do us a favor. Leave us a five-star review if you'd be so kind. I like a comment. Just fucking something. And uh, if you happen to dislike the podcast, eat my ass. Munch. <laughs>